Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode three of For the Kudos. Uh, I'm your host, Joel, and I'm here with Brett. Hey, guys. Uh, we just have a, one little quick thanks before we get started. It's to my sister, Phoebe Tobin White, who has been writing our descriptions. Um, for the people that do read those, yeah, Brett and I aren't smart enough to come up with that. So Hopefully you're reading them in the caption and not on the slide because <laughs> yeah. apparently the, the font's way too hard to read. Yeah, bad design apparently from a bunch, <laughs> from a bunch of wankers commenting. Um, yeah, one thing as well, uh, it's been great to get everyone's support for the first couple of episodes. Um, it would be great if everyone could give us uh, a review on either a review or just like leave a five-star um, on either Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcast from. Um, that helps us to climb the charts. Uh, if you don't want to give us a five-star review, like you don't think we're worthy of a five-star review, then just don't even worry about it. Um, but I have pledged that every every five-star review we get, I'll pledge uh, $1 to Brett's pedicure fund so, <laughs> so he can, uh, yeah, finally have the sexy feet he's been wanting. Please do it. <laughs> uh, and the last thing uh, for those who listened to last week's episode, a uh, little update on Dave McNeil. He has low-grade bone edema on his talus um, with a mild ligament sprain and it's probably about two weeks off running. So that's disappointing news but not as bad as it could have been um, with, yeah, it's not like he's got a stressy or anything like that. I think that. it's what he pretty much thought it was going to be as He well, expected so. that, I think, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this week's show we have British superstar marathon runner Charlotte Purdue. Um, welcome, Charlotte. Hello. So for those who don't know Charlotte, um, she has some ridiculous times to her name. Um, 15.23, 5K, 32.03, 10K, 68, 10.5, 2.23 marathon, fourth at the Com Games when she was 19 years old, um, 14th at World Cross, 13th at World Champs in the marathon. Um, She's done everything. She's had a career for like at an elite level for maybe like 12. <laughs> so years. long. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and still running her best. So um, thanks for having coming on, Charlotte. What are you doing in Australia? Can you let everyone know? Yeah, um, pretty happy to be here. I kind of didn't know if I was going to be able to get over here. Um, in like October time, Nick said, I've got to apply for a visa because tourist visas weren't allowed. So I usually just come over on a tourist visa. Yeah. Um, so I had to apply for like an elite athlete visa. Um, and it was meant to come back in two week turnaround. It was like $400. And I had to literally submit my life, like bank statement, health insurance. Really? Yeah. Like letter from AA, letter from British Athletics, everything. So you should have, you should have, should have just submitted that audio that Brett just said. Yeah. All, all your PBs. <laughs> yeah, you need a reference. <laughs> I literally <laughs> needed so many references. But anyway, yeah, it was meant to come back in two weeks and like six weeks later, it still won't come back. Yeah. So I kind of planned a whole like. Sounds like Australia. Yeah. yeah, like a whole season around not coming to Australia. And then, yeah, one morning I just woke up in the UK. I remember it was freezing, just sitting in the car and like an email pinged up just before my long run. And um, it was from, yeah, the Australian government saying uh, granted visa. And yeah. I was like so stoked. I was, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, amazing. I was like buzzing the whole run. Did you and, leave the next day? Yeah, well, I messaged Nick like, sent him a screenshot and he's like, when are you coming? And I was like, yeah, I left the next week. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah, I was so excited so <laughs> um, because, yeah, like I said, I just planned like a whole season around not coming and then when I got the visa, I was like, yeah, so I planned. When you originally applied, were you trying to come earlier 
Or will you, did you always want to come at this? Yeah, no, I planned to come over and do Melbourne Half Marathon. Oh, yeah. Actually, um, I remember that. You know, yeah, so my plan was to come over before Christmas because I thought it would be two-week turnaround. I thought it would come back saying it would be fine. Yeah. But then when it got to, like, week six, I was like, it's yeah, never yeah, coming back. This is not good news. Yeah. yeah, so then me and Nick, like, planned races in Europe. I was going to race a 10K in Valencia in January and, like, everything was planned. And then when it came back, I was just like, oh. And then Omicron obviously happened. Yeah. And so I was worried that... um you guys would shut the borders again. Mm. So that's why I wanted to get on a plane like straight away. I was like, I'm not waiting any longer because then I was going to spend Christmas at home with my family and I was excited about that too. Um, but then once, yeah, Omicron happened, I was like, I just need to go to Australia ASAP because you're going to shut the border again and I want to get there. <laughs> get him where you can. I was like, can't wait any longer. And then I got here and I was like, oh, you didn't shut the border. So I could have waited at home for Christmas, but you never know. So yeah, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> Isn't your favourite thing to do is win the Christmas Albert Park, park <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You've won it a few yeah, times. Yeah, literally like... the like, highlight. Yeah, your, fa- your family's like, all right, Charlotte, so you're coming over for Christmas <laughs> dinner? It's like, nah, sorry, going to Australia. Yeah. Albert Park. <laughs> Go do the park run. Yeah. No, I always do it once while I'm here. And usually on Christmas Day we yeah. do it. Um, but obviously it wasn't... Uh, I was on the plane on Christmas Day this year. Oh, so you didn't get to do it this year? I did it on New Year's Day. On New Year's Day, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Second favourite of it. Yeah, well, I messaged Nick and I was like, can I do the park run on New Year's Day he was like if you want um, <laughs> I don't think he knew like why I wanted to do it but yeah um so I did it on New Year's Day which is pretty cool actually uh, it was a really hot day and it was windy yeah um obviously around Albert Park yeah, yeah. but yeah around 16.05 so got the course record Nick, which you is get good to do it then stop everyone going out in New Year's <laughs> yeah like at Falls Creek when he does a session the yeah, next session. Day. <laughs> I definitely did not go to a New Year's Day festival. <laughs> um, also I should did you mention that Charlotte's obviously in Melbourne Track Club so the Nick that she keeps referring to yeah. is Nick Badeau yeah we had uh, yeah we in the first few episodes we were just be talking real casually and we get people replying like who the fuck's Nick like oh. who are these people so yeah um all right, that's, yeah, pretty much we're going to get straight into the, the training weeks. Yep. I've gone first? Yeah, you go first. Yeah. So I was, uh, yeah, race week for me. Um, I was racing a 5K Adelaide Inv- Invitational on Saturday. So started the week with uh, Saturday, Monday, 65 minutes. Went with the usual suspects, Smack, Jack and Brett. Um, and it was 65 minutes and obviously I complained that it was five minutes too long. Smack's not good at doing loops. Yeah, it was a real bad loop. Um, Tuesday was, uh, yeah, I've written here in my notes, session from hell. It was pretty crazy. Um, It was uh, 3K in three laps in 70s. Yep. A K in 66s and then an 800 in 62s. Yep. And that was 3K continuous. I remember telling someone about this while I was in Adelaide and they said, oh, what was the recovery between the three? Like, I said, no, there was no recovery. Do you know what that's supposed to get you for 3K? 8.19. 8.19. Yeah. Okay. And I'm pretty sure I ran slower than that in the gift the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um, and so that's, yeah. Yeah, you keep going with the session because that's only one rep. Yeah, that's, we do that again later. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's the first thing. And then it was a lap jog, um, a 500 jog straight into four 300s with... Uh, 100, 100 jog recovery. The 300s are in 45. Um, and then it was, what, another lap jog recovery and then do, do it that, do it all again. Now... Did you have the same session, Charlotte? Yeah. It wasn't as bad as I thought. Yeah. yeah. So that's, this, what, this, we talk about this a lot in our yeah. group that the girls' times often are prescribed <laughs> like slot. Like 
the the difference between your like PBs and the times you're running and our PBs and the times we're running, it's like we're closer. You know, would yeah. you say that? What do you know what your first three K was in? Yeah, eighties. Well, for the first, yeah, the so first 80, three laps, yeah. right? Then seventy so sevens. Yep. Then seventy threes. Do you know what that got you for a three K? Yeah, I wrote it down. Um, but see, yeah, 70, so 73s is well over 3K pace for you. 9.46. Yeah. Yeah, so, but 73s, what's your, what do you run, for, what's your 5K PB? I mean, 15.23. Yeah, so that's 70. Yeah, so that's 73s. 73, 73, 73, 73, 73 points. Yeah, whereas we're run, our last 800 is uh, in 62s. So Which is quicker than 3K pace. Yeah. But who's 3K face? Maybe he's going to everyone. It's, it's like we, <laughs> we got set to, it's for Stewie, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's about, it's about Stewie's 3K pace. Or, True, yeah, but, but it's like for me, that. like marathon running now, like that's oh, no, way yeah. faster. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm used to running like 322 per K. Yeah. So yeah. still hard. But. It's still, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, we uh, yeah, we went off, uh, did, who led the first, you lead the first so, three laps? No, Jack, Jack led the first three laps. I led the next case. And Stewie then Stewie the, went. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, it's like I ended up throwing a tantrum in this session because <laughs> you weren't the only one. Yeah, <laughs> it was just bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was so, when it was one of those sessions where you know Collis told us, and then Bucks walks over, and I get the pleasure of telling Bucks, and Bucks just goes, "No, seriously, what's the session?" I go, "That's the fucking session." Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Well, because we have to lead, like we take turns leading, but then. Me and Do Jack <laughs> know, yeah. Me and Jack know that like we're gonna struggle to run that two oh four at the end. So we're like, all right, should we better do that part? So we pretty much lead the earlier parts, which means we're just sacrificing ourselves. And then Stewie just goes, runs 204. Like, and also he goes 61 first lap as well. He's like, all right, boys, I'll deliver me. So I'll just on. smack it. And me and Jack are blowing up. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, and then in the second one, we're trying to do it again. And I was just, I was cooked in the 70s. Yeah. And then did maybe 167, then started running like 75s. Yeah. And just blowing up. And even Jack ended up running 220 for the last 800 for, instead of 204. Set. Yeah. Stewie, like, maybe just did it. And, like, and when Stewie's struggling to do it, like, he missed it. He missed it. We ran 205, I think, and then 204 for the last. Yeah. For the when last Stewie's 100s. struggling, you know, it's like, you know, it's this hard. is obviously on a grass track as well. Yeah. So and I, I kind of said to Colas, I'm like, we're just here being fucking Stewie's training bitches. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, this is bullshit. Like, what, what, like I'm running 75s. Like, what am I getting out of this right now? Um, yeah. And, then, yeah, me and Carlos had a few words about three times going around the track. <laughs> 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 he waited for me at the end of, like, I was doing my recovery lap. I didn't even finish the, th- the second 3K. And then so I was jogging and then he, like, waited for me down the straight to say something else. But <laughs> So I wasn't happy. But no one was happy because... It was just yeah too well, hard. I didn't run. The, it was as I said. It was supposed this to is on be grass eight. track. It's hot and windy as well. Yeah, you? like I, I went eight twenty five for my first, um, my first three k, and yeah, smack came past me with like you know four hundred to go, three hundred to go maybe down the back straight, and that's the first time Smack's shown any anything good in the last couple of months training. Yeah. And I thought, ooh, Smack's back, or maybe I'm just shit. I felt terrible to be honest. Um, yeah, and then what the second I. Second second three k we sort of got split up. I went with Bucks, um, Zach Pat, Batter, Zach Patterson and Andre. We were a little bit slower, but yeah. Then I I came came past you pretty quick. Yeah. Caught up to you and Smack. Um, and I went yeah my last eight hundred. I was, went sixty three, and I thought here we go. I'm going to run two oh six here, and then I w- finished with a seventy one. <laughs> ran two fourteen my last eight hundred. <laughs> so the whole session was a disaster. Um, it was just carnage everywhere. It was just and car- it was yeah. just carnage. Yeah. 
the only yeah, and that sort of probably I lost a bit of confidence. I thought, shit, maybe I'm not running that well. And then I was like, actually, you know what? I'm running with some pretty fast guys here and they're all, you know, they're all blowing up. So, <laughs> yeah, I lost some confidence. Nick goes, yeah, if you're in good shape, you'll be able to do that session, Robbo. And I'm like, well, guess I'm not in good shape <laughs> then. I'm not in good shape. <laughs> um, Wednesday morning, just went for a slow out, easy. Uh, Thursday, got sent to Caulfield, which was really annoying because it means I uh, couldn't do my usual... Couldn't fake a session. Couldn't fake a session before the race. And I was feeling pretty cooked from Tuesday. I don't know, Charles, do you know that Joel does this? No. So he might have a 3K threshold before a race. He'll go out and do 1K or something like that. I give myself a, a, be, a far greater taper than I should <laughs> because because I'm a head case. <laughs> and I think I, I want to be, be fresh and I think that... Col- yeah. Collis on Nick, they're like, no, nah, no, just just get the training done. And it does definitely make sense when you're racing in a big race block. We talked about this last week. If you're trying to freshen up, race, freshen up, race, you eventually just lose fitness. So, um, yeah, went to Caulfield, did two laps. I started with uh, Smack and Geordie, just a bit slower. Um, and you guys would sort of t- taken off. You guys were like 50 metres in front. And then I would ran a K, looked at my watch, said it was three tens, and I thought... Collis is going to crack it here yeah. and be like, why is your threshold pace suddenly 10 seconds slower three days before, two days before race? So I sped up and caught up to you guys. I didn't know you did that. Yeah. I just I, I knew jumped. you caught with it, so I didn't know you. No, no, I was, I was like 20 metres back and I looked and I went, I'm going to get yelled at here. So I just ran yeah. it off, caught you. Did two laps in three or fives, felt good. Um, yeah, did some strides after. Friday was in Adelaide, just did a 10-minute easy jog at night after the I flight. I saw that on <laughs> Well, Carlos said to have the day off and I thought, well, I don't want to have the day off, but I don't want to run 30 minutes either. So <laughs> yeah. met, I met in the middle and did 10. <laughs> really hard, a tiny shoelace. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was just to sort of try and loosen up after the flight. Um, yeah. <laughs> How long's the flight? <laughs> <laughs> it, got, it got delayed. We were circling in the air for like five hours. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the race was look pretty perfect conditions. Um, had a pacer and about two forty five pace, I think um, per k, which is what thirteen forty five. I felt, to be honest, I felt pretty shit the first couple of laps. Then I sort of warmed into it a little bit. Um, yeah, I just I'm just not super confident racing on the track, especially in the faster stuff. I sort of I had the thought in the race, oh, I would love for this to be a 10k and us be running like one or two seconds a lap slower, which is not a great thought to have. So then I tried to block that out um, with yeah, and then I started to feel sort of comfy, and I thought, geez, if these guys don't pick it up here, I reckon I'll be able to go around and win. But of course, everyone picked it up, um, and with 600 to go, I think I was in fifth. And just slow, yeah, slowly built up. Smack went round with a lap to go. Um, Brucey went with him, and then I was sort of just chasing. They, yeah, ended up beating me by. I think, yeah, Smack was thirteen thirty six, Bruce thirty seven, and I was thirty eight in third, um, which was fifteen second PB. Um, yeah, I was I was happy. I thought I, yeah, I was happy with the time, but I probably thought I was going to do better than third. But those two, you know, they've got pretty fast. Both 5K yeah, and 1,500 PBs. So. When people asked what was going to happen, I, I said if Smack's there with the last two laps, he'll definitely win. Yeah. yeah. He's just – he has that, like, ability to win and pick it up. Yeah. Especially in the last 800 where if he's hurting – if he's already dropped off, then, then – That's the thing. Yeah. Like, I think if he did Zatapak, it's, like, more of a fitness sort of thing, that 10K sort of thing. But the yeah. 5K, yeah. I think as well as no one really in the race that – 
is happy to go to the front and really Well, that's commit. what I mean. I thought that after. I thought if Jack and Brett were in this race and it was, say, a 13.35 pace, then I probably would have stayed on and just, you know, like, I don't know. But, yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah, different way of running it. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, I think, who went to the front? Bruce, uh, Clarky and then... Clarky and went then to the, Yeah. But, and then they, but they just kind of, like, didn't really pick it up. They just run a similar pace. Like, pick it up a little bit, but not, like... Yeah. Really test anyone. Yeah. Where I think if they, one of them had went, all right, let's really change the pace here, then, then you can kind of make smack ask himself questions. But exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Tell them about the uh, UFC going on. Oh, knows, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> with like five laps to go, obviously there's some uh, bad blood between Riley Cox and Matt Clark because those two were in, in front of each other pretty much boxing and I was sitting sitting behind them and I was like, guys, what the fuck is going on? Like, are they going to make me trip? It was <laughs> full-on carnage. Um, yeah, pretty rough. P- people probably w- wouldn't want us to talk about that, but, you know, we're uncovering some, yeah, yeah. some heat in this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> There's nothing, no, nothing's off limits here. <laughs> and Charlotte's sitting over here right now just being like, oh, God, I didn't watch that race. I'm bored. I did watch it. Did, did you? Yeah. You did? I watched it, yeah. Who are you cheering for? Me or Smack? Everyone. Oh, Everyone. What a cop out. What a cop out answer. I'm neutral. <laughs> uh, finished the, yeah, ran 80 minutes the next day with Rose and the rest of the South Australian Didix crew. Um, it was a big group. So you've taken Didic's side in this, in this fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was Riley You'll be fighting Riley, Riley Cox. Yeah. <laughs> um, 105k for the week. That was me done. Brett, good work. Um, yeah, so my week. Pretty similar to Joel this week, so it was yeah, no, a bit, bit long on Monday. Yeah, <laughs> I ran Arvo run, so that's where I'm different to Joel. I oh, twice. I did an Arvo run on Tuesday. I okay. forgot, forgot to mention that. Uh, yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, it was that whole whole big session that was ridiculous. Um, <laughs> when Brett cried. Um, yeah, the three hundreds actually. The three hundreds I didn't. I don't find that hard. I just my legs can't turn over that quick. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, exactly the same. Yeah. Like one pace. Yeah. When Nick says a pace, like fifty-two or whatever he wanted, I can't remember what he wanted. To me, that's just fast. Like I just go yeah, yeah. flat out. Yeah. The girls are like, "Shall I take it?" I'm like, "Well, I'm just gonna go as fast as I can." <laughs> so I have no idea what pace I'm running. I'm just running as fast as I can. And I'm every like time. always like I'm not good out of the block, so like everyone just gets a little five minute gap on me. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just there like trying. I can't close it really and <laughs> until the last hundred. Then I kind of close it. But um, th- because they run a 45 and they'll go like 13 and a half through. Yeah. Well, I want to go 15, 15, 15. 15 yeah. like, What's your acceleration like, Charlotte? Yeah, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly like the same pace. So yeah. if he set, yeah, a 400, anything below a K is all the same pace. <laughs> Just flat out. <laughs> Just flat out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so a bit of a blow up and that was no good. So yeah, I ran other run with Jack that afternoon. Wednesday, 70 minutes, and then the pole run. Um, Thursday, yeah, so five laps to Caulfield, which was um, the first time I've done five laps in a while. So five laps is about 11.5K. Um, usually we just do four. So I don't reckon I've done five laps for maybe two years. Um, wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't remember, but it was actually, I don't know if you felt this. Oh, you didn't go, you don't go, Charlotte, but it was. Charlotte's smart. Charlotte stays far away from Caulfield. Yeah. Possible. Yeah. Um, I felt it was really rough. The grass? Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, you haven't been there either. I haven't so been there for rough, but... I found it, you haven't been there for ages, but... And the sprinkles were on, right? Yeah. I yeah, find that really The difficult. whole time, I just felt like I was slipping, yeah. like tripping, rolling my ankle a little yeah. bit. Like, the first couple of laps, my foot was a bit sore because I just felt I was, like, rolling the same way. Well, there was no... The usually, there's, there's a bit no of groove. groove. Yeah. Exactly. Um, 
And then as soon as I like finished... No wonder you couldn't get into your groove because there was no groove. <laughs> Don't no. laugh, that can you cut that right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, as soon as I finished, like I think Thorpey and, and Stewie both said I could not get a rhythm today, and I was like, yeah, me neither. Um, you guys look pretty good, to be honest. But though. yeah, to be honest, we were going pretty quick. Like I think we averaged three threes. Um, I remember is, as I because I just did two laps off the back of you, and then when you came through, I was looking at you, and I was like, isn't that funny? You guys don't look like you're running like three minute pace. Yeah, like it really looked like you like. Honestly, four minute pace. Yeah, but you, you're just moving really well. You all looked really good. Yeah, I don't know. It was good. It was good. That it was the three of us. Like we kind of work together and um, take the wind a bit. So I think that's yeah why we run so quick. Um, did our afternoon run with Sasia that Arvo, um, her first double ever. Then, yeah, I think so. Cool. Yeah. Um, Watch out, some PBs coming. Yeah. Or injuries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's been cooked since. <laughs> um, Friday, I did 60 minutes through Stewie, probably one of the worst loops someone's taken me on. <laughs> and so we ran through St Kilda and like Albert Park and Middle Park, but we're just like... Stewie does the worst runs. We did like a little bit on the lake and then he goes, oh yeah, we'll go to here. And we're just running through the streets, like on the footpath. Like, <laughs> and, but we're running down like Beach Road. There's a nice bike path on the other side. But we weren't running on the house's side, <laughs> on the footpath and like dodging trees. For, 45 like, degree camber of the yeah, footpath. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Crossing roads every like, um, yeah, so it was <laughs> bad run. Um, I did, I ran, no, I had the other off because I actually felt pretty shit in that run with Stewie. Um, I was just a bit sore and still and then my cars felt really tight. Um, Saturday, Waddle Park, my, yeah, my legs were pretty cooked as well for that. Um Ran again in the Arvo and I felt better then. What time did you run in the Bottle Park? Uh, what did we do? Just oh, you so and you, Jack and Stewie all together? Yeah. And then we had like some of the young guys like Logan and Garbs. Yeah. Um, Hanging just, on for dear life. Yeah. They hanged up. So we ran like 8.10 for the first lap, which is pretty... That's a quick one, right? No, it's a slow one. Oh, uh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but then we went like 7.50, 7.40. Okay. Um, so whatever that gets you. Um, which is not... We, we ran way quicker a few weeks ago. But I think we all just weren't really feeling that good, so we just took it a bit easier and did it more even. Um, yeah, Arvo Ryan felt better. I took Nelson for the last six minutes, which was um, absolutely cooked him. Like he was. What do you mean? You went did so? I did yeah? I did twenty four minutes, and then because uh, as I was about to go, I'm like, fuck, Nelson hasn't been for a walk. Yeah, and I'm like. Nelson no, hasn't been for a nice long walk, so I'm going to take him for six minutes at four-minute pace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was going out to dinner. I'm like, all right, I've got to be time efficient here. <laughs> and then, and I to, yeah, so six-minute uh, run with him, and then he was absolutely buggered from it, so it worked. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, Sunday, did two hours with Jack. Um, we always stuff this up where we run at like 9, 9.30, and it was like 34 degrees yesterday we were coming into the car park and we we're like fuck there's a lot of people um like in the car park ready to run and then um we were like didn't expect anyone here realized all those people had finished their runs <laughs> they were as we we're about to start and then yes what was the temperature on sunday 34 i think wow um saw yeah charlotte and sinead finishing their run like as we were just starting i was like oh that's the worst feeling when so you see jealous. that it's just like yeah. oh god um, but yeah, 169k for the week, which is probably about what Charlotte does in about six days. <laughs> Wasn't it last At week? You were starting the long run. Two weeks ago, starting the long run, and you were like, "Oh, I'm already over 100 mile." I was on 160k. Yeah. Yeah. Before already. the start of the Sunday run. Yeah. Yeah. Long. Um, take us through your way. This might take a while. Yeah, <laughs> I've got it up here. Um, yeah. So Monday, easy day. Um, 
so I just run 75 minutes, whatever it comes out at. Yeah. Um, in the UK, you should do 10 miles without him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 75 minutes, about 10 miles, but I flip between miles and Ks. It yeah. Depending on what I feel like I can do either. So yeah, that was probably about 10 miles. Then where are you staying at the moment? Um, just by the tan. Okay. So I either run around there, Albert Park river, yes. just wherever I feel like, um, usually by myself or sometimes with Sinead or just meet up with someone for an easy run, but yeah, whatever really. Uh, in the afternoon I did 35 minutes and then I did strides and then Ooh, I... getting the speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the that's why I didn't do strides on Monday. That's why oh, I struggled on Tuesday. That's why. And always, you found it easy. <laughs> always helps. And then, yeah, just jog back to home. So whatever that was. And then... Yeah, Tuesday was that workout that we all did. Um, that you so, found easy. Yeah, we, we have already <laughs> I didn't it. find it easy, but I didn't find it as hard as I thought. Like, so when Nick said 80s, I was like, okay, I'll take the 80s. So I could run 80s like all day. hand up for that. Like literally all day I could run 80s, second laps. I don't even need to look at my watch. I could just run. And yeah. then when it got to like 77, Sinead was like, I'll take these. And I was like, okay. So I sat behind Sinead. And then, yeah, Nat always takes the faster ones because she's the only one that can do it really. Um, and yeah, like I said, for me, that's just, I don't even have a pace for that. I just go flat out. It's like, so yeah, Nick's giving paces and you're like 80 and then and 70, what is it? 76, did you say? 77. 77. So then in my head, I'm like, kind of, I'm like, that's medium pace. Yeah, and then just looks to you, Charlotte, and just goes, and max effort. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. that's literally, I don't ever look at my watch. I'm just like, that is flat out. So in my mind, I'm just like, yeah, run as fast as you can for the last two laps. So that's what I did. Ended up being, yeah, 9.46 for the 3K overall. So I don't know if I hit the paces or whatever. Like I said, I did the 80s, right? And then yeah. after that, I don't look. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, four by 300 in, yeah, 54. I think we were running, but yeah, flat out for me. Um, and then we did it again. The next 3K we ran nine, well, I ran 9.48. So pretty so much. You're going to be tired, I see. Yeah, <laughs> Tightening up. <laughs> And then, yeah, the same for the 300, so that was fine. And then in the afternoon, I cross-trained. I don't do double runs anymore on session days, so I just do cross-training yeah. instead. What cross-training? Um, I did cross-trainer. I just choose between cross-trainer or bike, yeah, whatever I feel like. Yeah, is the elliptical, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I either do like 45 minutes or an hour. Just I watch something on my phone, and if I'm like super cooked, I'll just do 45. If I'm fine, I'll do an hour. Yeah. Um, How do you, watch, do you mean you watch, watch something or you listen to the FTK? Yeah, I do, I do listen to <laughs> or just watch something on my phone, like on Netflix or something. Do you find, I find like when I, yeah, if I was like cross training or even when I was a triathlete on the bike doing yeah. stationary stuff, I could never, I can listen to stuff and you can yeah. take that in, but visually watching something like a Netflix episode, I would have to then like go back and watch it because I can't. Really? I no, I can do it, but I couldn't yeah, if I, I was running. Like, I can't concentrate on. Something. I can't look at one place when I'm cross training. Yeah. Like I have to look around the room or I look down. But that's We're, because you and I both have ADD. Yeah. <laughs> Someone walks in the room, I'm like looking at that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Sinead in the heat chamber before the Olympics come in and like me and Jack in there like kind of speaking. She comes in, puts her headphones in, iPad, watches yeah. someone on Netflix. She so. probably wasn't watching anything. They were probably yeah. just always cancelling so she didn't have to hear yeah. you and Jack talking shit. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't watch something if I was running, I don't think. Yeah. I don't know, but for the cross trainer, it's, it's fine. fine. Yeah. yeah, I actually, um, yeah, so I had my COVID booster on Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. So I went straight from 
having it to the cross trainer, literally Ooh. within like 10 minutes I was on the cross trainer. So I don't know if that's a good thing to do, but I felt fine. But then... How'd you feel, yeah. how'd you feel the days after? Yeah, Wednesday, so I yeah. usually do 90. So I started off and I was like, oh, I don't feel too good today. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, is it from the session or is it from the COVID jab? And I thought, well, I don't know. So I was meant to do 90, but I only did 70. Um, because, yeah, honestly, I felt a bit cooked. I was like really hot. And I was, it wasn't that hot on Wednesday. I just thought, yeah, that's definitely from that. That would be from the jab, I think. That's what most people have said. Yeah, and then the rest of the day, I was just like a little bit more fatigued than normal. Yeah. But I did a second run anyway. Um, have you had COVID? No. Nah. I don't think so. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I did a second run on Wednesday. Uh, then Thursday I did 90 in the morning. Um and then I... So you did 90 because you didn't do 90 the day before? Yeah, I just switched yeah. the dates around, basically. Yeah. And then I did 30 again in the afternoon. Um, so that was a pretty big day. So that's a two-hour day leading into your session? Yep. Then Friday, mm. I had a big session at Albert Park with Sinead. So Sinead's, like, a bit further along in the marathon training than me. I've got nine weeks still to go. She's yeah. not got that long. So, so, she... so you're doing Boston... Yeah. And then she's doing Nagoya. Yeah. So she's yeah. got like three weeks to go. I've got nine weeks. Yeah, okay. oh, wow. That's yeah. A yeah. So, yeah, so she's already done like the sessions yeah. already. So we're training together, but I'm not doing the same sessions as her. Yeah, okay. Um, so Sinead had four by 5K on Friday. So Nick and Collis were there and I did two by 5K with Sinead. It was a pretty shitty day as well. It was so windy. Yeah, because this was when I was running with Stewie around the lake. And yeah, we were around the lake. Yeah. Like, we didn't think it was that windy. Yeah. We were like, oh, it's going to be all right. Um, we did a warm up and then, yeah, it was so windy. Like, I didn't realize it was that windy. I was just trying to hide behind Nick on the bike. <laughs> but Nick was like, uh, <laughs> Nick on the bike, fishtailing everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I remember training around the lake. It was me, Stewie and Jack. Um, doing threshold and it was so windy and we're battling into the wind and Nick's sitting in behind us <laughs> <laughs> and he's like come on boys pick it up <laughs> he's yeah. getting a nice wind break and we're absolutely fucking ourselves <laughs> it was like that and uh, Collis was there too um, so yeah Sinead had 4 by 5 k so I did the first two with her so we ran 16.35 for the first one two minute rest and then 16.36 for the second one um, two Jeez, minute rest. Sounds so quick. And mm. then um, Sinead obviously carried on, and I did. Um, then I did two by three k. So yeah. I did the first two. Uh, did the first three k of her next five k, yeah. if that makes sense. Um, and I ran nine fifty. And then and that was with. So you just stayed with her at that pace. Yeah, okay. and then I stopped. Here we go. I think we can then. So you're in nine fifty. Yeah. And on Tuesday you're in nine forty eight. Oh, yeah. In there a marathon go. session, I would never go and run 8.20. Yeah. There we I'm go. running nine Sold. minutes. Yeah, true. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a couple of sound effects. Yeah. Explosion sound effects. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, I'm going to bring out with Nick tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Cost. <laughs> and then the next 3K was 10.03. That I remember that one was, like, right into the headwind. Yeah. It was horrible. That that was horrible. Were you by yourself or did one of them come on the um, Yeah, so Collis went with... Um, Sinead yeah. and Nick came with me. Yeah, so, sitting behind you on the bike. So I practice like drinks and stuff. Um, and then I did one 2K at the end um, and I ran 6.30. So pretty good. Yeah, jeez. Um, that's that's all off really two good. minute rest. Yeah. Um, so I think that's 18K in total. Yep. 
Um, so yeah, <laughs> that was a real. That was a yep. I hope, I hope someone was doing the maths. <laughs> I don't know, but our, it's our producer nah, doing the maths is, in the back. Yeah, yeah. is that right? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, two, two minutes of um, standing or no, jogging? No, jogging, yeah. Like, just slow jogging? Uh, like, moderate pace. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever in my entire life seen Charlotte Purden and Sinead oh, slow jog. I was going to say. I can't stand training with them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, me and Jack, it's, we turn up to do a marathon session and the first 5K warm-up is as hard as... Yeah. The session. Anyone like, who's ever met them at Yarra Flats do the lo- long run yeah. with them. It's just like instant four minute Ks straight out of gate. And it's I just like, before, please um, slow down. Training in, uh, what was it before? I don't know, a marathon that I was training for and I was training with you. And I we remember in, in, in London. 2019. Yeah, in the summer. maybe. And, and then you were just smacking me on these <laughs> long runs and I'm just like, Digging deep, and then I'm like, Oh, I'm stopping for a drink. She's like, Yeah, I'll stop for one too. And like, she has a drink, and then just runs us running. And I'm like, Still drinking water, and then I look, and she's like 30 minutes ahead. I'm like, Oh, this is gonna like take all it out to catch up. But I was probably like, Oh, you'll catch me up. But I you never did. Jack was running with Sinead. <laughs> I've heard this and one. Yeah, I, I think I don't know what's going on with me. I think it was when I drunk the bad water, and I had to run, do loops around toilets because I was going to toilet so much. But you had to run. Um, yeah, so then. Jack was running with Sinead and Sinead just like started picking it up and he's like, they're running like 325s or something at the end and then Jack's just like hurting and he's yeah. just gone and he's like, come on Jack, come on, you, like you, you can beat Sinead and he's like having to psych himself <laughs> yeah. up just to keep up with her. And he said he like, was literally at one point going max effort. Like he was, he was so fatigued obviously but he was like, I can't go harder right now. I'm about to get dropped. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. What are, like you guys are just like relentless of like days <laughs> Like day yeah, after day, you can, can back it up. Where I think me and Jack can like do it for a session, and the next day we're cooked, and we just have to jog real slow. Where you guys are just straight out the door, four minute yeah. to four minute K. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think my slowest run is yeah, like average four fifteen. Yeah. Like I just run you fast. Have a, you have a setting on your Garmin. Yeah. So it's, well, it's, I'm a set, it's, yeah, I just it's run. It's an electric like... shock every time you go over four fifteen. But yeah. yeah, I don't really look well. I just, honestly, on easy days, I just run yeah. however I feel, I feel whatever like it comes in, out at. I'm yeah. running a lot but slower. But it always comes out at four minute cash. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running a lot slower now than I'm doing three sessions a week. Yeah. Um, like, even yesterday, the long run was 405s. And me and Jack, we, like, like felt like we were rolling, but the, we just weren't really going any faster. Never we were just pretty much banging out between four and 405 the whole yeah. time. Never um, finishing 340. Yeah, and it wasn't like that we were cooked, but it's just, like, I don't know. We just fatigued a little bit, and because we pushed ourselves so hard the day before. Yeah. Um. But when yeah, when I'm doing marathons, I find like the two sessions, and you also get better at jogging because you do more of it. Yeah. But yeah, at the moment I'm running like I don't know four twenty sometimes. <laughs> like this morning was four twenty, I think. Uh yeah yeah yeah, but it's a shit loop. Yeah. True. Um. Yeah. Keep going. Shut up. Sorry. Um. Yeah. So that big session, then we did. Yeah, cool down. So that was, yeah, 31K in total for yeah. the morning. Arvo run? Uh, no, cross trainer. Yeah, um, so, uh, 45 minutes listen. again. What did you, you watch? Uh, I can't remember what I watched. SDK podcast. Yeah. I think I did listen to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what one. I'm not a rival one. <laughs> um, then Saturday I did uh, an easy run, uh, 110. Um, and then in the afternoon, I did 40 minutes. And then Sunday, me and Sinead had um, two and a half hours. So, yeah, Sinead was like, we should go early because it's going to be 34 degrees. Yeah, thanks so for we- the message, Sinead. <laughs> <laughs> so we started at 7.30. You started at Yarra Flats, was it? Yeah. 
which was pretty good um, because, yeah, like at the end, I could feel it was getting really hot. The week before, we started at 9.15 and we did two and a half hours. And, yeah, at the end, we were both like, oh, it's hot today. Do you, remember, do you remember that, that time? It was, would have been probably like two years ago. I was like doing just starting a marathon block for whatever my first marathon was going to be, which didn't end up happening. And it was you, me, I think Jack and Sinead. And we I think running, I remember this. Out, out running. And it, I think we went early with you guys, like 8 a.m., and we we're watching all these like people in like hiking oh, yeah. outfits walking back towards us, and I, they were all our age, and there was a big long line of them. And I was looking at them, I was looking at their faces, and they all looked like owls. And I was like, "What's going on here?" And then we come around a corner, and there's a huge big doof going oh, on, really? and then, yeah, right near, not right near the park, and all these people are just walking out and looking at us being like oh geez these guys are out running and we're just finishing partying at 8am <laughs> yeah me and Sinead actually spoke about that the other day on the run I was like do you remember when this happened and she was like yeah <laughs> just always remember that bit yeah. but yeah so we did um we actually did 2 hours 31 3.56 average 38.54k wow um, was that a, just like did you have a pick up or that was just pretty no. much 356s the whole way uh, well like obviously you get rolling a little bit but do you do the hill loop or yeah, so add on? we did two of the hill loop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, podcast ended. Get out of here. Me um, and Jack avoided the hills. <laughs> <laughs> we, we did. Uh, we went into um, Westerfolds. Westerfolds. And really? Just, yeah, it's like a little bit of rolling hill. Like, oh, it's <laughs> off a rolling hill. You've done two of the hill loop. Yes, yeah, so we went out two of the hill loop back for a drink. So that was 2.05 when we got back to the car for a drink. So we were pretty thirsty by that point. Yeah. Literally just like downed a bottle really yeah. quick of drink and, and then out. back out. Yeah. Back out on that like forested. Yeah. Just out and back. Whereas yeah. the week before we did one lap of the hill loop back to the car at 90, got a drink yeah. and then out, we had to go out and back half an hour out, yeah. half an hour. And that was, that was worse, I think. Yeah. So we had long, so I preferred this two lap of the hill loop. It wasn't actually this bad as you I thought. You go Westerfolds and just go straight. It's actually a good run. It's, one, it's probably my favourite run in Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, really? So, you know when you go, uh, you turn left and go up the first start of the road? Yeah. Really? You just go straight through there into another path. What, up that massive hill? Um, no. No, so, no, before that. Oh, right. Yeah, when you're, yeah, when you come to the first to the road and you, yeah, you sort of, you cross over. Just before you, the hills start. You're following okay. the river. Take it, yeah. Oh, cool. really we'll, take, we'll take you some time as long as it's not at 3.55 pace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Um, so yeah, that was the week, uh, 195k and 90 minutes of cross training. So, not yeah. bad. Oh, shit, that's, that's huge, isn't it? You ran yeah. 90, 95k, it's more than me. That's just, <laughs> that's, just, that's, you, you pretty much doubled my week. That's absurd. Um, yeah, that's actually a very good week and, and also a good few days, like, um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday was a lot of running. Yeah, uh, Friday and Sunday, I always find those two like the hardest. Yeah. Like the sat- Saturday, I do nothing all day, yeah, like, except yeah. for run, because I just find all I do is like eat all day and relax yeah. because I need to get ready for that Sunday run. Yeah. Um, that's the hardest turnaround. The rest of the week, I find all right because I can just run to feel. If I feel tired, run slower. Um, I don't find it that bad. Um, but yeah, the Friday to Sunday is, or well, Saturday is the day where I'm like cooked. So we're, rec- we're recording this now on the Monday coming up uh, after this week. And obviously you won't be able to tell us next week. You won't be on it to see how you're feeling. But I'd say the listeners would be like, I wonder how she feels after a week like that. Like how do you, how do you feel on a Monday morning? right now? <laughs> I actually it- didn't feel too bad this morning. I ran like Typical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 70 minutes. Forget I asked. <laughs> this morning. Um, I think 408 average. So I yeah, felt wow. not too bad. Um, but I'm used to it now. 
because yeah. I've done like I'm just banking week after week. Yeah, this marathon build up. Well, this will be my Boston will be my seventh marathon, but obviously I've done probably like ten marathon build ups yeah. now. Cause yeah, I, yeah, I guess out that's um, kind of brings to what we we're going to speak about. You, so obviously you've had a few build ups where you haven't raced, and they yeah because of injury. Yeah, um, you've had ten bone stress injuries. Yeah, in t- well, so far. No, stop saying no, that. When, so when you mess with me, you said so far, like winky face. I'm like, that's not a winky face <laughs> thing. It's, like, no, it's like, just like part of my career. I've like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. But when was your last one? Uh, 2020. Okay. Was, yeah. that, was that in the lead up to... What was that before? Uh, that was in January, a bone stress in my femur. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Full fracture or just no, reaction? just reaction. It was actually quite low grade. Yeah. Um, oh, quite low. Okay, so you've had nine, <laughs> nine bone stress. <laughs> yeah, when they when you say 10 bone stress, they're not all fractures. No. Like, I count. Still, still, it doesn't matter. You have a bone uh, a stress reaction. It's still nearly the same. Yeah. Um, it is. Well, nearly the same time you have off. Yeah. Uh, unless it's real it just low means grade. it's about to fracture anyway. So yeah. It's like Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And then, so a lot of these also came when you were a kid. Yeah. Um, can you go a little bit into the training you did as a kid? Like, I'm always amazed when you tell me, like, how you're training around school and stuff. And like, going back to, so just to remind the listeners, you were fourth at Com Games in the 10K when you were 19. Yeah. Did you do the, fi- the 5K? Is that? Yeah, I did. Six in the, six six in the, in the 5K, 5K yeah. yeah. At 19. And also, yeah. you came fourth. Wasn't it some, uh, the person who came third was... It was so it was in Delhi. Yeah. First game third was an Indian. Yeah. <laughs> who pretty much no one had knew. No one knew. Known, ran this race and then no one ever saw her again. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's a few little dodgy <laughs> questions going on yeah. about that. Very dodgy. Yeah. yeah. That was really annoying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so you because you were a superstar as a kid as well. Like, um, how old were you when you started running? Uh, thirteen. Twelve oh. or thirteen. Okay. Yeah. So. So you had a normal childhood. <laughs> exactly. like, I started when I was six. So. Oh, yeah. No, I did not run before I went to secondary school. And okay. really, I just did it there um, for fun. And then I realized that I was actually quite good at it. And then when I joined a club was when I got more serious and started doing more training. And then, yeah, the group that I was with as a kid was quite competitive. There was like... Because it was a very good girls. Yeah, there was group, like six yeah. of us and... Um, yeah, everyone was going to European champs and like yeah. winning medals. It wasn't yeah. like just going to the European champs. It was like everyone was expected to win a medal. Wow. Yeah. Um, so our group was really good. Yeah, like the, probably the best girls group in the country at the time. Um, we actually went to the European Cross, I think it was 2008, and GB had one, two, three, four, five, six. In, yeah. And uh, like four of us were from the same group. Um, so my training partner, Steph, she won the race. I was second. Then we had um, another girl who was third from GB, but then the fourth place finisher was from our club. Wow. Then um, the fifth place was someone else, and the sixth place finisher was from our club. So, yeah, that's the kind of level of, like that we were ch- training at. So every time at training, honestly, I get so nervous for training. Like yeah. I would turn up You're to like train. a world chance every Tuesday. Literally, yeah. if you had a bad day, it was like the end of the world. Like it wasn't just like go to training. Every training session was a race. Like the warm-up was so fast, like the efforts were like flat out and then um the cool down was like also a tempo so <laughs> um and we do three workouts a week and then Which that does lead to some amazing results but also oh, 100%. the longevity of that it can't you can't sustain that forever you know yeah no. especially at a young age 
Like yeah. That's probably why it said, yeah. You had a few, you had some down years, didn't you? Or like some years, or, or very injured years? Very injured years. Yeah. yeah. So I'd missed like, I think 2013, I had two bone stress fractures yep. in my sacrum, one on either side. Yep. So I got one on one side, like 80% fracture through the bone. And then came back from that, was running for like 10 days and fractured the other side. Um, so the doctor was just running like... Running for how many days? Like 10 days. Oh. But I was that would also, just be heartbreaking. Yeah, so I took a year off that year of yeah. racing. Obviously, I was still trying to come back all the time. That was 2013, I think it was. Um, but yeah, that was like a complete write-off that year. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't really regret it though, like the training that I yeah. did as a kid because like you said, I got good results. Like, yeah. I won the yeah. European Cross. Got Well, my first European Cross, I was third. Then the second one I did, I was second. And then I came back two years later and won. And like obviously the Commonwealth Games. Like, I look yeah. back and I think there was good times as well. Yeah. So yeah. I honestly don't really regret it. No. Yeah. I'm like, well, you know, you, I would have maybe got injured anyway. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you would have got injured less, but you wouldn't have, wouldn't have got results. the results, no. And yeah. like, luckily line. I came through it and I'm okay now. I guess if I hadn't come through it and had success now, then I probably would have been like, you oh, I wish I would have had not done that. Yeah. yeah. Well, so because um, Steph kind of a pretty similar thing i would say like had a few, a few years of injury yeah and now has is running well again yeah um, 12 yeah um and then what about the other girls are we, what are they up to yeah time? um one of the girls switched to triathlon yeah so she does that Bad now move. <laughs> <laughs> um trying to think uh yeah another girl lily partridge she still okay. runs the marathon wow, so yeah because yeah. i know i know who lily is as well yeah. like she, so, she runs at a good level yeah. still. So. Okay, yeah, wow. So you guys all actually did come through it pretty good. Yeah, pretty much all of us did come through it, actually. Yeah. Um, obviously, we all have different coaches now. Yeah. Um, I think actually the thing that did save me was moving to Nick. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. remember like when I sent Nick my training when he um, first agreed to coach me and he was like, at the time, I think I was on stress fracture like number seven. And he was like, how have you not had 15 stress fractures? Yeah. He looked at my training and he was like, what? Wow. <laughs> um, and so you weren't... Did you run a marathon before no. us? No. I hadn't even run a half actually before. Yeah, really? Okay. Yeah. So when I moved to Nick, I I think it was 2014. Um, so I first like met him. I first met Eloise actually at the Commonwealth Games in 2010 because I was racing her in the 10 and the 5. And yeah, got to know her a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, Nick obviously was in Teddington and I went to university at St. Mary's, um, which is where the group train. Yeah, which is um, also in Teddington. Yeah. So then Where'd I was... Uh, history. Wow. Yeah. Oh, the only person from St. Mary's that didn't do uh, <laughs> exercise science. <laughs> yeah, that's why I did it. Because yeah. I was like, I don't want to live in the runner's house, be a runner and do exercise. Yeah, so it's yeah. just like too much, like yeah. all talking so about st- running. So you just studied running history. <laughs> <laughs> so I just studied history because I got an A for A level, which is like our exams before. So I was like, well, I'm pretty good at it. They do it at St. Mary's, so I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, wow. It was actually quite cool. Yeah. It was good to like do something different to all the runners because like I sure. said, we were living together, training together. Yeah. I didn't want to like also be in was lectures. What history did you start? Was like just... You could choose. Um, but yeah, my like final year, I did Nazi Germany. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, reading books about Hitler all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. So you've got your, you're on a watch list from all the libraries getting out Mein Kampf. <laughs> yeah, like, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, so I promise it's for study. <laughs> Lying in bed reading that after a hard session. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, can't remember what I was saying. So yeah, yeah. Then I met Nick um, and yeah, he started coaching me in 2014. Um, so that was pretty good. I think that honestly saved my running career because yeah. I was just spiraling with injuries. 
Um, yeah. So when did you decide to then transition to the marathon? Um, so the first year with Nick, I went to Mount Laguna in 2015 and I was training with Susan um, and we were planning to do Stanford um, to get yeah. the qualifier. I think it was for the world champs that year. And I was actually going really well. I definitely think I could have run the qualifier that year. Mm -hmm. But then I got a sore hip and actually turned out to be a stress fracture. Yeah. Um, you thought, here we go again. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Nick's um, the same coach. <laughs> Nick I just, just copy pasted the same program. It definitely off. wasn't the same, but it was just, I don't know. Yeah, it was just I don't, one of those things, I reckon. And um, Nick's just said, oh, I think that the track training is making you get injured, like a lot of intensity. And he was like, you're going to move up to the marathon eventually. I think you should just start training for it now. Yeah. Because um, obviously the next year, 2016, was the Olympic year. Yeah. Um, so he was like, I think you should do your first marathon in 2016. Were you always, like, when you were running those slower, dis uh, sorry, shorter distances, were you someone who had a kick or were you more of like a go hard? Like um, from the start, like, because this is what I was saying before, like when I saw you run that 200 at Teddington, Oh, when yeah. you ran 30 seconds and you were <laughs> celebrating like it was the best thing. Where like some of the girls can run, in our group, can run 30 seconds yeah. cruising. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, you've always kind of, your whole life has kind of been going towards the marathon or the longer distances for Maybe sure. Maybe without you even realising. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely think. I remember when I was like 15, I did a VO2 max test and my VO2 came out at like 78. Wow. And um, the guy That's who, yeah, yeah, the physiologist was like, "That's the second highest behind Paula Radcliffe really? yeah. that they'd have ever seen." And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." I didn't really <laughs> think much of it. And he was like, "You're going to be a great marathon runner because they found that the longer I ran, I could like buffer lactate or something." Yeah. Um, and yeah, he said that's quite rare or some people can't do it. But yeah, the longer that I ran, I seemed to just get better and better. Yeah. So he was said that I would be a good marathon runner, but. I do remember um, when I did the European cross, it was like 3.8K. And yeah, my coach at the time, he was like, you just got to get it hard because it's 3.8K. And yeah, like I obviously did win the race, but honestly, like the first lap I was at the back, I just couldn't yeah, get really, out. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't get out hard. I was okay. so slow. I spent the whole race trying to like weave in and out of people. And when I got to the front, I was like, finally got to the front. <laughs> but yeah, like honestly, the longer the race, the better I was always. Okay. Yeah, just generally, so... And so when was your first marathon? Yeah, 2016, London Marathon. It was the Olympic yep. trials. Um, yep. And I was, yeah, so the girl, there was two girls in it who already had the qualifying time, which at the time was uh, 2.31. Um, so they ran it in Berlin the year before. Um, so they just had to come in the top two and they were automatic. Mm -hmm. um, so my race plan was to stick with them for as long as possible because obviously I'd never run a marathon before. Um, obviously I knew the qualifier was 2.31, um, but being my first one, I didn't really know like how I'd go. So I just ran with them. Um, and the pace actually ended up being a little bit slower than yep. 231. So I was just kind of like, Oh, I'm not going to get the qualifier today. And yeah. I crossed the line in third and 232 48. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like a bit gutted because I was so close, but yeah, also being third spot, um, so there was How no. How hard was it when you came across the line? Was that feeling of I definitely could have probably gone harder earlier, or you? Uh, I was pretty, pretty happy to just have finished and had like a good. Yeah. Um, yeah, good Not result. first marathon goes to plan, like. <laughs> but I did also. I remember. <laughs> Brett can tell you about that. I was like gutted as well, like crying yeah. at the end because, yeah, to be like third and also no one else had the time, so the IAAF time was two forty five. It was only British yeah. Athletics that set the time at two thirty one. So if I was from like Sweden or something, 
Then no, not Sweden. Remember <laughs> our mate Mark Eckel? Oh, yeah, yeah. not Sweden. Not Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> the Sweden's boring worse. If I was from like country. Spain, maybe, yeah, yeah. then coming third in 232 would have been an Olympic spot. Yeah. But so I came third, um, realized that I didn't get the British Athletics time, but had the IWF time. So I did appeal um, because I was like, no one else is going in the spot. Yeah. Um, could you take me on the IWF time? Obviously, they said no. Um, so they didn't select me for the Olympics. Um, so they just took two for Rio. Um, so I did not go to the Olympics in Are 2016. Are you starting to think that UK something <laughs> against you going to the Olympics? Yeah, because in 2012 as well, um, I was trying for the 10K and that's when they had an A and a B standard. So the A standard was 31.45 and the B standard was 32.10. And the criteria was they could only take one person on the B standard if no one else had the A. Yeah. Um, so in Stanford, uh, Julia Bleasdale, who was coached by Nick, she ran 31.40 or something. So she had the A standard. Joe Pavey also had the A standard, 31.45 or something. Um, and I ran 32.03. So I had the B standard, but not the A standard. Yeah. So I was like, oh, mm. I'm not going to the Olympics then. Damn. So, yeah, then I thought 2016 is my chance to yeah. make <laughs> And then maybe I thought, oh, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, leads us on to the next. Yeah, lead, tell us yeah. about 2020. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, what happened? <laughs> um, yeah, so obviously got the qualifier in 2019, um, 225 Iran. Um, and then uh, what happened? Well, yeah, 2020 was obviously meant to be the Olympics. Yeah. So it was meant to be a trials. Um, I was training over here, actually, and I flew back in like end of March and they were still planning to put a trial race on. Um, and I was actually really fit and I thought, oh, you know, I can still do well yeah. qualify london marathon got cancelled but they were planning on putting an elite only race so i was still training for that um and then eventually that got called off and then obviously the olympics got postponed um didn't race again that whole year um and then the plan was to do the trials in uh 2021 which ended up being in kew gardens um i was training in dubai got the bone stress injury in my femur um found out it wasn't that bad um yeah. So I was like, oh, you know, I only have to have like four weeks off and I was still cross training and I was not like really fit, but I was fit. I was pretty fit. I was, I'd say I was in a still good place to make the team. Um, obviously I already had the time, so I only had to come top three. Yeah. Um, and yeah, basically the medical team told me not to do the trials. They were like, it's yeah. too risky um, to run a marathon and then back it up for the Olympics. You've already got the time. You don't need to do it. Yeah. What month was the trials? Uh, March. So yeah. I got the bonus. It is a pretty quick turnaround. In January. Yeah. 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 So they but were a quick like, turnaround from March to the Olympics. Yeah. And even it, more risky when you've had the bonus yeah. in January. Yeah. yeah. I do agree. But then I was like, well, I spoke to them. I said, you know, it's the Olympics. I want to go. And they were like, oh, you're in a really good position. Mm. They they were like, probably no one's, they're not going to yeah. have two people run they the time. They can't assure you, can they? But no. Sort of giving you, they you know, basically said two people, if they run, if people run the time at Kew Gardens, you know, that's out of our control. Yeah you can't go to the Olympics. But if no one runs the time, you're probably in the team. Yeah. Um, so they were like, our advice is not to run the trials. Yeah. So I was like, okay, won't run the trials. Um, so it was actually a hard decision. I didn't pull out of the race till like the week before because I was still arming and arming. I was like, oh, I really want to run. Because I ran 90 minutes the day of the trials. So I was running like a decent amount. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we decided not to do it. And then... Yeah, I kind of thought, well, um, no one ran the time at the trials. The girl that won, um, Steph Davis, she had the time already. Um, so she was automatic. She crossed the line. She knew she was going. 
but the second third place didn't have the time so there was two spots available and there was three of us sitting at home on medical exemptions with the time yeah and i was the second fastest of those yeah um and there was only 10 seconds between me and the other girl yeah um uh, jess so she had run 10 seconds faster than me and then there was me and then there was a minute and a half to Steph 12. Mm. Um, and we all had medical exemptions, like I said, to miss the trial. I don't know what the other two had medical exemptions for, but we all had it. Um, so I was like, okay, there's two spots. I'm second fastest, probably going to get selected. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you were obviously confident. Anyone, I wasn't going around your saying position it, but would be, yeah, well, you would, you I was would kind be. of hopeful that the phone call was going to be a good one. And then yeah, I got the phone call and it was like, oh, we're not going to select you because we think you're too high risk of in re-injury and injury. Such Based on your medical history, the doctors decided that um, we're not going to take you to the Olympics. And I was like, I was like, what? <laughs> would have been, you were probably totally in shock, right? I was literally in shock. I remember yeah. I phoned up Nick and he was also in shock. He was like, what? He was like, what's going on? At the time, we thought that they just decided to take Steph Davis and yeah. not take anyone else. Yeah. And we were like, okay, that's weird, but you know. And that wouldn't hurt as much. No, it? exactly. And then when I found out they selected the other two um, and didn't take me, I was just like confused. Yeah. So I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Especially you a minute and a half quicker than... Exactly. Than I thought, how is this one? fair? Yeah. Um, and, and what, to be honest, it wasn't just you. Well, when the news became public, it wasn't just you that thought, "How is this fair?" Yeah, it was like there's like, a lot of outrage. It was <laughs> crazy. Was little, like yeah. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say I follow athletics that much, but I just remember being like all over my Instagram, <laughs> like everywhere, people just going, yeah, crazy over it. I was literally, yeah, I was just in, like you said, I was probably just a bit shocked. I didn't really know what to do then because, yeah, I'd literally done everything British athletics said as well with the rehab. And stuff like they wanted me yeah, to when you've been told to do yeah you're following their sort of guidelines exactly like if i i don't know maybe if they didn't know about my injury and i'd have just said i wanted a medical exemption or mm. something but they knew everything about yeah, my injury yeah, like i wonder if you had to went and ran and even if you ran bad that's what i mean because they don't know you they don't know you're injured yeah and so it's not a it's just say oh yeah, it's a bad race not an injury problem yeah and then, and then they, they go all right yeah we'll select her because you're still the um second or third fastest yeah. and you just have um, a bad day yeah it's yeah it's stupid when you're getting advice off people and then so you're thinking you're doing the right thing yeah and then it's technically yeah. used against you yeah yeah that's exactly what it was like i mean so i obviously appealed but they announced the team the next day so the next morning so they told me i could appeal um let's be was... real though whenever you hear stories like this and it's like the appeal like <laughs> i when, know when do you ever hear the of the appeal yeah succeeding it's oh, I did just... actually once. So Lee Marion appealed in 2012, but yeah. there wasn't he wasn't taking anyone's spot. There was just a yeah, spot exactly. there. Yeah, exactly. The hardest thing is then to pull someone out. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when um, Christian told me I could appeal, I think it was like five o'clock on a Tuesday night. Um, and he was like, but the team's being announced at nine o'clock tomorrow morning. Oh, so and I, cool. I remember Nick phoned him up and said, don't announce the team until Charlotte's appealed. It's not fair. Yeah. And they were like, this is the process that we already have. So I don't really understand why that is the process because like, I don't think that's fair at all. No, but yeah. they should let all the appeals go. And then, because otherwise, if my appeal was successful, it would have taken away someone's spot. Mm. And that's not fair either. Yeah. Like, who's, who wants, I didn't want someone to be told they're going to the Olympics and they're, oh, sorry, no, you're not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, that's not fair. But obviously, I had to appeal. I couldn't just sit at home and not appeal. So, yeah, it's that not was personal, like, personal. It's, biz it's business. Exactly. <laughs> but it did actually get quite personal, which was, I didn't realize as well, like, the other athletes got to read my appeal and it got like a bit too personal for my. Why did they get a read? Apparently, that's also part of the process. 
Yeah, I don't agree with this process at all. it shouldn't even all. involve them. Exactly, because it was against the selectors, yeah. my argument, not against the other athletes. Yeah, that is completely... But it was yeah, horrible. It's a breach of privacy, I Exactly, so I didn't realise that either. Yeah. Um, so that week was like the worst week ever. I was so stressful. I didn't sleep. I was just like up doing, speaking to media and then yeah. um, all this stuff. And then I actually spoke to this journalist um, who Nick put me in contact with and we did this really good article and it was literally going to press in like the Telegraph or something. I think it was the Telegraph, yeah. And then um, my physio phoned me up and he was like, do you realise I've just read the appeals process that if this article gets leaked or gets put out tomorrow, your appeal is like void because oh, really? you can't speak about the appeals process before um, it's... Yeah, you're not allowed to speak about the appeals process, but the appeals... Well, they basically said I couldn't speak about it in the media until it's done. So I was like... This was about nine o'clock in the evening and it was going in the newspaper (laughs) the next day. So I phoned up the journalist and I was like crying on the phone. Like, you can't put this out the next day. Like, it's got to be, you've got to wait till two days. And he was like, Charlotte's already in the paper. We've got to reprint the paper. And I was like, you've got to reprint the paper. (laughs) (laughs) So luckily, like he did me a massive favor and he did get the paper like reprinted. He just went to it with a pair of scissors and just cut out every single one. 30 million copies. His words to me was, I don't want to ruin the Olympic dream of like a little girl basically (laughs) he was like you've had this dream since you were probably like 10 he was like if I ruined that because of my article I would never forgive myself did they end up running it after? yeah they did and it was a good article Um, and I was happy that it did get I wanted it to go out there um, and to say like the story and everything but obviously yeah so lucky that my physio picked up on that because I didn't even read the small print of the appeals process (laughs) yeah but, it wouldn't yeah. have made a difference anyway. So it was very stressful. Yeah, yeah, and then obviously I wasn't surprised when I didn't get selected after yeah. that because, <clears throat> um, yeah, I knew that it was like probably a very slim chance, but I just had to do it anyway. Did you, were you training in that week? Uh, yeah, Nick told me just to do whatever. Yeah. I remember like, so I got the phone call about not getting selected and I'd already done 90 minutes like that morning or something. I did two hour run that evening. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, because I was just... I don't know. Like I just went out for a run. It was also like getting dark in the UK. It was like six o'clock and I went to Windsor Great Park and like you're not meant to run in there in the dark. And I was in there and I was just running and I was just like, I didn't know where I was going. I was just like thinking about stuff and I finished the run. I had my phone and I was like, oh, I just ran for two hours. So (laughs) I did like three hours that day. Um, Suppose it's going to go one of two ways. You're not just going to do a normal program. You're either just going to do that and just run like a crazy amount to try and de-stress. Or that's what you I was just doing. Out the boots yeah. and you're just like, I'm not fucking running. You know, I was just running you. a crazy amount because I was being so cautious before, like following the British Athletics like physio program. I was like, stuff them. I'm not doing yeah, this anymore. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to do what I want. Like, because the plan was to like build up to two hours by like in two more weeks, and yeah. I was like, I'm just going to run two hours now. I'll show like, you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's what I did. Um, so yeah, probably ran a bit too much. Um, really soon after that because yeah. but I didn't do any workouts or anything I was just running every day yeah. um, for as long as I felt like and yeah like I said I was pretty stressed <laughs> yeah the whole time but then this is where the story gets positive positive <laughs> yeah. um, you turned it around for London Marathon yeah so um, used, used all that, that was lucky yeah well Nick actually I obviously have a good relationship with London Marathon having done every one pretty much since I started doing marathons um, they contacted Nick and were like they couldn't really believe it either. Um, they said they wanted me in the race and yeah, they were like, it's a good focus for her. So I was like, okay, something to train for. How many, how long was London after Tokyo? Um, maybe like six weeks or eight weeks. 
Yeah, it wasn't very long. It no, because Sinead did it, but yeah. it was like a yeah. ridiculous, ridiculous turnaround. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was like August. I was in front remote training when the Olympics was on. Yeah. And then London. Was it October 2nd or something? You didn't watch it? didn't watch it, no. It was October the 3rd, London Marathon. No, I didn't watch it. Because we were in front remote. We had a TV and it was all in French. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> that, that's the reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if it was in English, of course I would. You really want to watch it, but I can't say in French. I hate French accents. Annoying to watch it in French because the commentary you can't understand what's going on anyway. <laughs> oh, that's Plus, it was like I remember I had a long run and I would have had to get up. It was the middle of the night, wasn't it, or something? Oh yeah, because uh, the time difference. Close yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm not gonna lose sleep over. Got yeah. long run the next day. Yeah, to be honest, if I was in your position, I probably wouldn't be watching it either. Yeah. So I plus, it would have I would have been up all night watching the British girls finish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> you just got that yeah. just got that dig then that was really good yeah so, um, and then if you watch me the next day as well you would have been up all night again 48 hour watch party I didn't bother watching it but I was buzzing when I woke up and saw Sinead obviously came 10th I was like yeah, that insane. is literally such a good run and Molly Seidel coming third that was yeah. pretty awesome as well so it was good to see the results but no I went to Fontenot training with Adam um, we just decided to go away there um to like get away really on a training camp and because the group wasn't in Teddington it's just somewhere to go yeah um so that was good um then you had some injuries leading into London no so but did you do a lot of cross training yeah so Nick was worried um because That's of- where I was really interested in yeah yeah because Nick sort of I was speaking to Nick about like what marathon I'm going to do for my debut and like about training and I'm worried like because I know Brett and Jack run like huge K's and I know you do too obviously and then Nick was like, "Did you, Charlotte just ran her PB and she's been cross-training a lot. Like, you're doing lots of cycling. Is that right? And also I was injured in the lead up to Melbourne and Nick's saying, no, nah, it'll be all right. Charlotte <laughs> yeah. just ran her PB kept, and, and done all this cycling. Please tell stuff. us that Nick was yeah, telling so, the truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're saying the truth. So, yeah, basically in the summer, um, Nick was just like really caught. Cool. I got ill after um, the whole Olympic thing. I think I was yeah, just yeah. stressing out Stress, and stuff. Yeah. And I did get a few niggles. Um just like on and off random things. Like I remember I tried out some new shoes and the next day my foot was really sore. Um, and I had to take, yeah, probably like four weeks off because of that. I never got a scan because I was like, oh, I'm over this. I'm not getting yeah. any more scans anymore. I'm just going to um, have four weeks, have however long it takes cross training. Yeah. Um, then I came back and then obviously went to Fontenot and yeah, Nick was like, we're not going to start marathon training. Um, until like eight weeks to go or even less and I want you to carry on cross training so I was only running I say only I was yeah. running 100 and probably 160 k's was my oh, max. Well, there goes my dream I was I was hoping you was gonna be like I was running like 120k a week and doing cycling I thought maybe I've got a chance no but I was cross training uh yeah like four afternoons a week yeah and I only actually did the long runs I only did two long runs over um two hours 15 Wow. And I only okay. did in total uh, four long runs over two hours okay. for yeah. London Marathon. So a lot less than what I've ever done before. And did you do the whole like 12, me- 12 week no. block of sessions? No. no. So I only actually did four marathon sessions in total oh, yeah. as well. So yeah. that's, like, that's like me before Melbourne. But yeah. You ran a PB. I was I was struggling the last five k. Like my really? legs had come off. Yeah, you did still win, and it's I won, but I was like, I know, but I was as like borderline gone over the edge and blowing up that yeah. last few k like i feel like i didn't have enough running oh, in my legs. but you're I not think... the athlete charlotte is yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i think nick was worried about that 
but I felt really good in training. So I, I told him like, I'm feeling fine. And obviously I'd done so many build-ups before. Yeah. So I was like, well, I've done, Got hadn't done nights. a marathon for like a year and a half though. But um, yes, yeah, so I was doing way more cross training, only like, yeah, four marathon sessions. Before yeah. that, I was only doing like 12K thresholds yeah, um, yeah, in Font yeah. Remote. And I only started training for London like when I got back because Nick just didn't want me to get an injury and miss London because yeah, he was exactly. like you've got to make just it to the there. start line yeah. to prove everyone that you should have been at the Olympics yeah. um and I was like yeah so we took a really cautious approach for London Marathon which I'm glad about because at the end of the day I ran 223 off like a build-up which I would say wasn't what I would ideal yeah, yeah. so now I can take what more was risks. Your confidence going into yeah definitely what was your PB before that 225 okay. so I pretty much got a two minute PB. Yeah, wow. But yeah, and, and doing yeah, way it was less. A big fuck you to all the British runners. Came glad. across the line with the fingers up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it did actually work out well. Yeah, it couldn't it was, be a better. It end couldn't. Of the story, really, and definitely would give you confidence going into Boston with hopefully it's a big tailwind. And <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it's a big tailwind for the women's race and then turns around for the men's race. <laughs> I think Boston's good too because it's more like a race. It's not yeah. so much of a time trial. Yeah. Um, so obviously London is more like a time trial, really. Yeah. Um, and it kind of sucks, London. Like you, like when I race there and you verse in Kipchoge and I'm like 100 metres in and you feel like he's 200 metres in front of you. Yeah. Like they're flying at the start yeah. and you just, it's just, you're not even in the same race as them. Yeah. Where... Like, I'm in New York, and you feel like you're kind of in it as well. Yeah. Which in Boston would be like, you're there with everyone yeah. a lot of the way. Like, what what do they usually win it in? In Boston? Yeah. Yeah, uh, like 220. Yeah, so, yeah. You, and but also it'd be probably like the last 10K where they pick up a lot, where it'd probably be 221, 222 pace the whole way. So Yeah, it will be, be good, good to do yeah. like a race, yeah. race, because, yeah, that's why I wanted to do it, because I was thinking of Nagoya. But then, again, it's more like a time trial again. Um, so I was like, well, this is a great year. I could have run Boston because London's not in April as well. Yeah. Um, so I thought it's a good time to do it and yeah, it'd be fun to do like a race rather than a time trial. So obviously yeah. not going for a time, going completely for position. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Now you've got the time now. It's time yeah. to get on the podium or something. <laughs> that would be good. Um, yeah. Do you want to? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, probably, probably that's, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, do we, um, all right, so yeah. back to the uh, favourite segment, everyone's favourite segment. Um, things we've seen on Instagram this week that we aren't too sure about. Brett, Trey Marks. Trey Marks, <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, this one, I'm, I hate bringing Joel into it again. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just too easy. <laughs> uh, I don't know, I'm going to post this on the For the Kudos um, story soon. Fantastic. <laughs> um, it was on Athletics Australia's story of, so the end of the 5K in Adelaide, um, Sam wins, Bruce was second, Joel's way down the track. <laughs> you can kind of see him in the back and then the camera follows smack so it doesn't see anyone else finish. But then you see Joel coming in with his arms up, like giving the world's biggest hug. It was like it was, it was his Valentine's. He's like, smack, I haven't seen you in months, be my Valentine. Gave him a huge hug for like, oh. yeah. Or it looked like they just come first and third at the Olympics and like they were training <laughs> partners and so happy. Smack hadn't raced and hadn't done well for so long. That so were what... you happy for Smack then? Yeah. Or for yourself? For Smack. Okay. I've never seen you hug Smack when you're happy. That's because I've never been happy with Smack before. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Did you, no, I wasn't, I wasn't hugging him for my performance. I was I like, thought you were happy with your PV. No, like, no, not at all. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> we're cutting this segment anyway. 
Um, okay, mine is uh, <laughs> young up and coming uh, athlete that I'm sure all the listeners have heard a lot about, Jude Thomas, pretty uh, pretty fast. Um, for those of you that follow him on Instagram, I'm not sure if you've noticed, but there's certainly some funny business going on with the filters that he's using. Um, I've looked, I'm like, is he taking his pictures on, on a film camera and then, <laughs> and then scanning them and then uploading them to Instagram? I've found out since there's an app called Hoojicam and... Yeah, Jude Thomas is an absolute killer for this. He's been, you can go have a look at his most re- recent post. There's about five pictures there with this deep, really bright purple filter. And I'm really not sure about it. Yeah, he thinks it's 2016. Yeah. Like, yeah. no one's done this in years. Yeah. You've got the, he's got the um, timestamp date in like digital, like yeah. in the film yeah. on the bottom of the, <laughs> bottom of the, <laughs> I, like, 2022, I remember, Jude. I remember when it came out, every single photo I'd get, I'd then, so someone sent me a photo, I'd, Put in the Huji app, put a little filter on it, and then send it straight back to them. Even if <laughs> even if they didn't want it, they were getting the back of the Huji thing on it. Uh, yeah, lifty game, dude. <laughs> it's a lifty game. Charlotte, do you have one? I told you about this during the week, but no. you don't. I just said we bring bring someone you. up about your your boyfriend because Clark is good for one putting some like rap music over his. He hasn't put anything up really for a, a while. That's probably yeah, since we've had this podcast. He's like, yeah, he's oh, no, he doesn't want. He's too scared. You were going to come on and absolutely rag on him. Yeah, Clark used to always train with Mo Farah, and he'd always be like <laughs> throwing up shabbers um, <laughs> when he's hanging out with you. <laughs> um, a few listener questions. Yep. That uh, we'll just go through. This is one I was going to bring up as well. Um, this person was nice about it, but. You get this online a little bit about your running style and you're always really good with your responses. Like you're a bit of a smart ass and like you're just like... So you should be. Yeah, like you're just kind of either do an emoji back or um, or say, yeah, I just ran 223 or whatever, which is um, <laughs> uh, the one here was like her running style isn't common. Um, like do you think that the running style matters that much? Um, but British... And that was from Luke Nicholson. Yeah, there's some British... Like, he was nice about it. There's some people on online that I reckon can be a little bit mean sometimes um, yeah. that try to give you advice. And it's just like... Um, you, you run, Yeah, yeah. And like they couldn't even do a long run with you and they're trying to tell you how to run. Um, yeah, I honestly get it all the time. Yeah. Like just, yeah, people saying like, oh, you should maybe fix how you do your arms or something. But I didn't think about it anymore. But also when you think of like Paul Radcliffe... Yeah. Yourself, um, Ailish McCoglin, yeah, like three British runners who are three of the best British runners ever, and you, yeah, don't have a common style, but it's no. just like it obviously what shows is a common it, style, yeah. But yeah, different styles, like it's, for people in biomechanics, biomechanics videos, it's like an actor, and it's like they have the most perfect style, and they run like four hours for a marathon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. me and, and Adam it, always say that actually. Like we see people running um, in the park, and we're like, oh, they've got great style, but yeah, they can't yeah. keep up with yeah. us. So but I think your body also finds a style that works for you yeah. best. So hundred um, percent. Yeah, I do love the way you <laughs> respond to people about that. Another one. Um, yeah, an interesting one here from Renson three two six eight zero six has asked: Is Sinead a last rep hero? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Bullshit! Come on, me and Give Sinead us some... are just trying to keep up on those fast reps. Like honestly, like okay, I said, what, flat out. I think, I think flat Charlotte out. and Sinead are first, middle, and last rep heroes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just... you mean like in the marathon sessions? Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, so we do this thing. It, obviously, I think it annoys. Well, not it's annoy Nick, but Nick's like, why are they doing this? Where um, we run alongside each other. So like in a rep, we won't 
like take a rep each we'll just run the same pace but next to each other yeah and nick's like why don't you take what he even says it in the middle of the marathon session so he's like why don't you take 1k and then Sinead takes a k and we do start off with that intention but then we end up just running next to each other yeah, you and jeff <laughs> think, do that yeah we run next to each other as i well. just prefer it because i don't know like i feel like my stride gets clipped if yeah or something or and we're running the same pace anyway and it doesn't really make if that it's windy we sometimes go, all right, you take the win. Yeah, this one, we sometimes do too, but we always end up next to each other yeah. at the end. Like the last rep will be next to each other. Yeah, I feel like on a track you like sitting in, but like on the road reps, it's just more. Yeah, I, I prefer it. It feels weird when you're running on the road, like yeah. one behind another when there's only two of you. Um, got this one a couple of times. Why don't you just move to Australia? <laughs> I would love to move to Australia. <laughs> um, but Adam is not so keen on moving to Australia. Come on, Adam. Um, I know. I thought when he came over in 2019, I was like, this is it. He's yeah, going to come here, be I, converted. So when Adam, Charles' boyfriend, was here, I played this game with him every afternoon where we would throw a rock at, oh, a, yeah. at a pole and whoever got it first won $10. Or he, well, maybe it was like on first go, he had one shot each and if he got it, it was like $10. And I, I don't know, it took like $150 for it. <laughs> that's why yeah, he doesn't want to come that. back. Yeah. He never paid me the whole amount. That's why he can't come back. He's never reported him. Uh, one, yeah, probably the last serious question. Um, Jacob102 has asked, what's your ultimate running goal slash dream? That's a real boring question from us too. I know, but the listeners would love to hear that. Um, before... 2021 i would have said the olympics but now i'm honestly i wouldn't say i'm not too bothered but it's not like my ultimate dream anymore it's just another thing yeah um i want to run like all the marathon majors and definitely get podium on one or two maybe um just yeah get as fast as i can as well but i think running all the marathon majors would be cool too that's funny you said that because in my one of my first meetings with nick when I was talking to him, coming, moving from triathlon, he said, Joel, do you want to be a professional runner and have a career as a professional runner or do you want to make the Olympics? He said, "There's, I know I know professional runners that have had huge, big, successful careers that everyone will remember yeah. and they never made Olympics. And I know runners that made the Olympics and no one ever knows and they never had big careers. So it is, yeah. That is actually so true. Like I know there's a lot of athletes in the UK, like some have made the Olympics and... I would say are less successful than other people that haven't. Definitely. But yeah. it just depends which way your career goes. I used to put so much emphasis on making the Olympics. Like it was this massive thing. But obviously since what's happened, I'm like, oh, it's just another race. Like for me, London Marathon last year was like better than the Olympics probably would have been for me. Um, yeah. So if yeah. If you go and run a huge PB somewhere, like you've run 219 or something at, <laughs> at um, London, yeah. That's what you're going to remember your whole For life. For sure. Exactly. Yeah. Or like coming third at, yeah. at a marathon major, like, or yeah. second or first. Like, yeah. that would be amazing. Like, that would be better than going, just yeah. going all, to the Olympics. From, from going to the Olympics, coming, whatever, like, I'm 66. <laughs> yeah. I'm not remembering that one. <laughs> yeah. And from all reports, like, from Jack's first Olympic, like, especially being in the marathon team, being in a different city, it's all like, you know, Jack doesn't have any positive memories. You know, yeah. really. So, so yeah. Um, last one. What's your 100 meter PB from Dave McNeil? <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, one pace flat out. Um, I probably never timed it. Honestly, I think I've only ever timed 230 as my PB. <laughs> so then 100 must be 15. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be any yeah. quicker. Yeah, true, true. One pace. Um, yeah. Thanks so much, Charlotte. That's all right. It's been good. Thanks. Thank you very much for coming on. Thanks. Awesome. Uh, See you. Uh, you hear, hear from us uh, next week. See you guys.